With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Silent Podcast, the place for everything but silent. I'm your host, Isaiah, and we're back for maybe the final time to talk about Big Brother 25. Boom, sound effect. I'm <laughs> Isaiah, and I don't have a mouse to use right now, so I'm not doing any sound effects. But, you know, this is the place where you go to put it back. So we're here to talk about uh, everything that's been going on. Like usual, I got Katie here. Katie, what's going on? Not much. I'm ready to put this season to bed one final time with you guys. I'm excited to be here. Excited to talk about it. It's good to be back. It's been a few weeks. Okay. And we also got Janelle. Janelle, what's going on? Good. I'm excited that this very, very long season has wrapped. I'm excited to close the door and see what's to come next. You already know what's coming next. (laughs) Well... Okay, I'm not that excited for that, but you're not ready yeah. for reindeer games. We're going to do I'm some ready, games. but I'm not reindeer like, reindeer. yay! I bet you all um, like the movie reindeer games better than I like. Yeah, <laughs> Big Brother said I heard you hate comps, so let me give you more comps on yes. top of comps with extra comps and no feeds and no one living in a house. Right? Who asked for this? Who asked for this? I want to know. Who asked for this? Um, no, I literally. Uh, I haven't had a laptop for like the last two weeks. My old one fried, unfortunately. But you know, I, this is my first time doing anything since. So there's a whole lot to to not. We're we're not going to break down. Like, listen, if you've been here before, I know everyone else likes to host different ways. I don't like doing that week by week breakdown. I like to just talk about things as a whole. And um, this this jury phase as a whole has been very straightforward. Uh, you know, the ending. The final three was is exactly what we thought it was going to be, right? But um, ultimately, this podcast, this isn't going to be a season breakdown. It's going to be for a future podcast that we do in a future week. This podcast is going to be dedicated to the finale, and um, you know, make mixed re- reactions. Uh, Janelle, how do you feel about the the finale overall? They could do so much more than they do with their finales, but it was a classic Big Brother finale. It's the same format, the same things. We see the part one, we see the part two. We get not enough content from the jury roundtable. It's a bait and switch all of the time. See the same two face off, same old, same old. Very mediocre for me anyway. How about you, Katie? Yeah, I agree. I, you know, shout out to Sharon Tharp, friend of the podcast, did an amazing interview with Dr. Will. He got everybody in the fandom hyped for this jury roundtable just for whatever it was that he was talking about, I guess, to get completely edited out because we didn't see any of the exciting stuff that he teased for us in Sharon's interview, which was unfortunate. But anytime Dr. Will's on my screen, I'm happy. Um, But yeah, I mean, I said before we went live, I didn't watch the competitions. I, I just went right to the middle and watched the jury roundtable and some of the questions. I just think we need some kind of revamp. Like these finales really aren't giving us much. I would rather 
get some, you know, jury questions that are actual questions and maybe like not do the live jury questioning. Maybe we can do that also like, we, you know, the old format that they used to do. Just give us a little something because this didn't really deliver. But I was happy to see Matt totally flop. Like we got some flop, 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 tastic content from Matt in the final two questioning, which was honestly the most entertaining part of the episode, I think, for me. And Jack's final speech was like a little wild. Um, so there were like bits and pieces that were entertaining, but overall, lackluster finale for a lackluster jury phase of a season that started off great and ended with, you know, a whimper. You know, I'm not really like I used to be a part of that crew that was like, yo, maybe if uh, they gave us a whole episode dedicated to the jury questions, I'll be hyped for it. I'm not really with that anymore. I don't think the round table really provides much context. They're just kind of talking to circles at this point. Um, I, I think the only exception I would be down for it is if they did it like they did in BB10, um, where it's like, you know, you're you're actively like talking to the final two and then it's a deliberation back. We saw this also with uh, Danny and, and Dick and, and a couple other people, but um, that's much, what I want. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, recap of the recap. That's that's kind of what we've gotten at this point. But um, the final three, you know, they basically comped the entire way to the end. Uh, the only time that they weren't in control of one of the comps is when they forced two vetoes instead of one, you know, and, and shout yeah. to Blue Kim for that. But uh, yeah, Bowie, Jag, and Matt completely dominated uh, this. And, you know, I'm not going to beat a dead horse because, I mean, we've been talking about like comps all season and how that needs to change. But um, I, I guess that we can focus in on the players individually, um, starting with Bowie Jane. Uh, how do we feel about Bowie Jane's game as a whole uh, at this point? What game? <laughs> I give her a little tiny bit of credit. I mean, whoever was in power, Bowie floated to. This way, that way, up, down, left, and right. Nobody was really targeting Bowie. Nobody wanted to vote Bowie out. Um, she was able to get in with the people winning the competitions, made a final three alliance, and made her way to the end. I think she had a chance to do some really big moves to take out some big players, and she chose not to. She could have taken out Jag easily and chose not to. She chose loyalty. She obviously was shooting for second and nothing more. Um, she was not self-interested at all. She even her even when Jag was leaning towards taking Matt, her fight was lackluster. I do not understand how that woman is an attorney. I would expect a lot more fight out of her, but I give her a little bit of credit. She was able to get in with the right people at the right time. Nobody ever put her up. Uh, very very. Uh, lackluster bottom tier um not self-interested player and i don't like people that aren't going for the win playing this game let's keep it a stack bowie jane is a bozo bro that was trash, <laughs> bro. like i'm gonna be real like i'm tired man like a lot of people kept like trying to convince me that like yo bowie jane can win this game she could do something and you know for a second they almost got me they almost got me but uh her and Jag, you know, ultimately Jag knew what he was doing, but but Bowie, man, like I don't think she really had a plan to like win at overall. I think she was just kind of like, if I win it, I win it, and if I don't, I don't, you know. And um, I think we saw her say on feeds like 
a while ago. She was like, I don't really care if I win. I just want to see how far I can get. And, and you know, I can't get too mad because she she was pretty direct and transparent about her uh, her plans here. But um, it, it does kind of suck to watch someone just completely just like not care. Like it's like I think she's definitely here for the experience. That's completely fine. But damn, like what you doing, man? Like like I'm I'm hurt by Bowie Jane, uh, you know, and I think Bowie has easily solidified herself as like one of the biggest menaces in Big Brother history. Like she's not the reason the season flopped, but she's definitely like contributed to that fact. Um, and do know Joseph has a question in the chat. Uh, if Sarif Fields was dominating, would there be backlash? Jag played his game right. I think fans are upset at the final three because the season was the hundred days. Um, it depends because I think I think at least for me, I think a lot of people were complaining about how much of a steamroll this was yep. originally. You yeah. know, and yep. um, it doesn't really matter if if Sari is the one dominating or not. You know, like shout Sari if she won, I've been pretty happy. Um, but we don't just want certain people to win. We want people who are playing like really good to win, you know, and um in, in certain ways, you know, uh you know, <laughs> so yeah, definitely I, dropped the ball. But go ahead. Yeah, I'm I don't care about who it was. It's just no fun to watch the same people hold the power all of the time. Yeah. It's just not fun to watch. It's not fun. It's not interesting. He's playing. I mean, Jag was not winning a lot of comps at the, at the first half of this season. We had a lot more people taking those wins. And then once all those people started getting voted out, Jag was able to win against people that were a lot less physical than him. I mean, I think that even in, in BB Comics, America got hers right on the very first try. And she still didn't have a shot against Jag. She's just naturally going to be physically faster. So it's just no fun to watch, you know, no matter who's dominating like that. It's no fun. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, to go back to the Bowie Jane piece of it, I think, you know, she, like you said, Isaiah was there for the experience, but that's not a game that we want to watch. That's not a player that we want to watch. That's not a show or feeds that we want to watch. Someone just sitting around just being like, yeah, as long as I make it to jury, I rented my house out thinking I would be in jury. So I have to make it there. And then when you get to jury being like, oh, as long as I make it to final three and then wanting to go to final two, it's like that doesn't really give you an opportunity to win this game. Um, I don't think anything that Bowie Jane did other than be a non-threat got her to final three i think she was just completely overlooked as like yeah anybody will beat her and she'll take me so i may as well keep her she'll be loyal to me because who else does she have um and i think almost the same to matt too like i just feel like jag surrounded himself with people who either didn't really know how to play the game weren't super interested in playing the game or people who were in their 50s and 60s who he could beat in competitions which good for you jag it's a strategy that worked but Jag's reads were not great. His gameplay was not great. It's just the circumstances around him made him be the natural winner, obviously, which I think Matt, if he didn't flop so badly at the final two, I think he maybe would have had a better chance to at least get another vote or two. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Jag set him up. I have to give him credit. He set him up. He set himself up for success at the end of the game. But I, for me, it has an asterisk. He was unanimously evicted. He had two HOHs back to back. He was allowed to play in two competitions back to back. Like there's just a lot of things that happened in Jag's game that led him to the place that he's at that weren't really like contributed to him by to contributed to by him. Jag yeah. Jag getting the power used on him had nothing to do with Jag. That was just all Matt's decision. Jag didn't even know at the time. So like right. we can't even really credit that to Jag. Listen, on, Katie. Whoa, whoa. Go ahead, go ahead, Janelle. Go ahead. No, go I'm just ahead. saying that was spot on. Uh, I completely agree with her. 
Um, I, I'm gonna. I have some comments towards Jags uh, game, but like I'm, I'm away for a little bit because lastly, I want to say about Bowie. Um, obviously, you know she's voted out. You can tell she's just like on cloud nine. She doesn't give a damn. Um, like obviously, like I did have a problem, and you know I'm not trying to be a Debbie down on this podcast and complain all, all the whole stream, but um. <clears throat> You know, I didn't like that she didn't, like, have a lot of fight to stay. It, it yeah. seemed like she just kind of told Jag, like, hey, take me out. It's okay. <laughs> and literally, like, you have the best position in the jury. You get to ask whatever you want. And she's like, hey. Uh, she's a clown. I was me, you, and Matt good for your game with the mafia. <laughs> mafia. So it embarrassing. Not- it was so cringy. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I think she just wanted to feel relevant, man. Like, uh, she's like, I was a part of it. This is me. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it was great for me because, like, I knew you wouldn't vote me out or vote against me because you just do whatever I say. So, worked out great. Flop. Flop. One of maybe the worst casting decisions of all time. I don't know. What do you guys think? She's bottom tier. Yeah. Shade to, like, Indy, and I'm sure Bowie's fine, you know, but I'm just like, no more of these people that are like, hey, I'm from a different country. I started off with a different version of Big Brother, and now I'm here. Like, uh, enough. I'm done. Like, <laughs> the experiment has failed, and it's time to move on to a new archetype. Because this ain't it, man. But At least Indy was entertaining. Right. Okay. More than but, uh, I don't got no shade to her. Like, shout out Indy, okay? Um, but the next thing we can go on to is Matt. Uh, you know, Matt, man, like, uh, damn. Like, I've never seen somebody drop the ball this hard. It, it's been a while. Like, I'm honestly, the last two years, and, and I said this on Twitter, I'm like, Cody is probably, like, ecstatic that people can stop talking about his decision with Derek. Because Monty and then Matt, like, I'm well, obviously, Matt got taken. But still, people just fumbling. Like, I'm just, I'm really shocked by this. Like, uh, Katie, how did this happen? I don't, this is the thing. I think it all, unfortunately, again, comes back to casting people who don't really understand the game of Big Brother. Like, it, Bowie clearly didn't understand it. Matt, I think, played a decent game, obviously better than Bowie. I think he probably had a almost a better chance to win the game because Jag was the face of just, as he said, he he has everybody's blood on his hands and he signed everybody's eviction notice, which was like honestly wild to say when you want these people to vote for you, but it ended up working out. Um, Yeah, I just, um, Matt, I, I had hope for Matt that he was going to wake up and he never woke up. That's, I think, the problem. And then he was just so clouded by the Riley of it all, which is like such a weird thing in general that I haven't had a chance to talk about on a podcast yet. But like, I I don't know if you guys have spoken about it, but that whole thing is weird. And just like his obsession with America and Corey's weird. It's just like he's a weirdo. And just the fact that he told Felicia last night at the finale, like, I just told you what I wanted to hear. I was never going to take I was never going to illuminate Jag. It was like, dude, so you were just asleep at the wheel, just like Bowie this whole time. You just knew to lie about it. And so like, you never had it in you to say, oh, $750,000. That's like close to a million bucks. I'm what, like 24, 25. I don't know how old this dude is. I want to win that. That can change my life. No, you're just going to hand it to this dude that you just met a hundred days ago. For what reason? Like, I just... I don't know his questions his the responses to the questions were horrible his final two speech was horrible i mean like this was an all-time flop performance for me in this final two it was horrible it was horrible 
And you know, yeah. there's something to say about that because you know, a lot of people usually are like, Oh, why aren't you owning your game? Why aren't you doing this, this, and that? And, and you know, like I said, I'll say this for Jag's part, but it's like, uh, you did it, but like, were you really like being fully honest? <laughs> like, no, I, I don't, right. Yeah, I, no. I don't know. Um, how do you feel about that, Janelle? Uh, Matt's uh, performance outside of some problematic things that Matt has said. He was pretty cool. I appreciated his social game. He was good with almost everybody, despite the fact that he's a larger guy. I think he said 6'3". Nobody was after him. They didn't put him up until Final Four. Final Four? Yeah. Nobody wanted him out. Everybody wanted to work with him. Everybody trusted him. I think he had a killer social game. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, when he got to the end, part of being good, a good big brother player is being able to articulate your journey. That's why Taylor is so impressive to me. She had a hold on her journey to the end of this game. Matt doesn't know what he did or how he did it or how he got there, or at least he didn't think about or prepare or anything to to be able to talk about his game. Because he had a lot more than what he said. He just fumbled the ball. It was excruciating watching him <sighs> stammer. Like he stammered. He's like, uh, what else? I said, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I just, he stammered. He had a lot more in him. And I thought he was the front runner. I think Corey and America flipped. I don't know at yeah. what point, because earlier in the season, we saw Corey talk about Matt and his social game and how Matt was never targeted. And he respected that more than Jag, who was having to win comps in order to stay. I don't know what happened, what flipped it. But when we got to that jury roundtable, I was surprised. And I was like, ooh, maybe this is not Matt's game. But yeah, he flopped hard. He doesn't have that skill in being able to speak and articulate his game. And that's unfortunate for him. The fact that he said that he played rock, paper, scissors to go up on the block. And that's the only reason he went up and said that like that was a good thing. Like this is how flippant you are about your own game at final four where one person, one person, if Jag was as cutthroat as Jag pretended be. to be and should have been, he would not still be here all because he played a game of rock, paper, scissors. But then he's just using that as like a pro for his game. And then he, they also played rock, paper, scissors in the f part one of the HOA. Like, what is, are we serious people here? Are we serious? You guys have been in this house for a hundred goddamn days and you're playing rock, paper, scissors to make game winning decisions. It just does not make sense to me. It does not make sense to me. This and is, this has to be one of my least favorite final threes of all time, honestly. And then that rock, paper, scissors was a joke. Like, it, it's just a joke. And, and and I don't even think they played rock, paper, scissors. It was like, they said, pick a number. Did you see that? They said, pick a number. Oh, right. Number. Yeah. Bowie yeah, said, pick a, number. pick a number. And they set yes. that up before Matt was even in the room. Yes. She yes. And Jag lied. And I was like, oh, Jag's about to rip that to shreds because they set that up and they tricked Matt and they knew that Jack, he was going to go on the block. It was so pathetic. I'm just. <laughs> yeah, I'm just. Uh... <sighs> It's just kind of disappointing where um, ultimately whichever one of the two between Matt and Jag one, it's like, all right, you knew what you were doing, right? But it's always, it was always going to be whichever one of you two lose, like, this was avoidable. And I think Matt specifically, he's voiced like, yo, like, I can't take Jag to the end. Got to take a shot at the guy. Um, literally, he had the opportunity to put Jag on the block and he just didn't do it. And it's just mm -hmm. like, bro, like, come on. Like, we, like you know that taking Bowie – and, and Jag to the inner bat. Now, granted, Jack took him to the end. So he got, you know, 
for what it's worth, he got your yeah, money. Yeah, he got some he money. Got second place. But but I still like you knew what the game wouldn't move was. No one was going to be either you or Bowie at anything. Um, so it's it's you know it's unfortunate. Um, I also I mean and you know this is a nitpicking. You know, shout first of all, shout out to Jack. Congrats to Jack. You won. Cool. I mean, and, and you know, we've seen this the last three years, so I can't like get too tired of it. But um, it's like, can we like start focusing more on, like the game? Like, I'm kind of getting tired of like everyone feeling like they really need a win because they're like the first of something, and, and you know, yeah. and, and it's fine. I like all right, first black winner X. I was excited. I would be crazy to say I'm not. Taylor, first black winner. I would be crazy to say I wasn't excited. And I'm sure Jags community is ecstatic. I'm happy for that. Even, but Matt also try to use like, oh, I'm first deaf. It's like, yo, are we going to get to this point where like we're only voting people because they're the first or something, or is it because of the game? You know, ultimately, I think the jury did get it right here because after seeing that, I, like the first question Jack, Matt answered, I was like, he does not deserve to win off this mm-hmm. honorary BS crediting Jag, and like he didn't deserve to win it, but. Like focus on the game, bro. Like I feel like like Matt was too busy on trying to be like this like heroic like first version of something stuff. Like yo, highlight your game. You spent so much time talking trash about these people <laughs> instead of like focusing on your end speech, you know. So I, I do want that to kind of like not be like the new goal of Big Brother. Like. I need a win just because I'm the first or something. Like, yo, what was your game? You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, what's stopping Bowie from getting up there and saying, I'm the first Australian that I need a win? Like, no, get the hell out of here. I'm tired of it, you know? So I think for Matt, I'll give him more credit because obviously he had a lot to overcome while playing the game. A little bit different than Jag, I think. But I do think, you know, if Matt was able to speak about how his hearing impairment is was something an obstacle that he had to overcome to be able to play the game a little bit more and then weave that into the strategy of his game that would have been one thing but i think he was just like you know this is me and but i'm loyal and i'm i I don't care about that talk about how this was so difficult for you and all the things that you had to do in your game to overcome it that got you to the end then i'm like super impressed because i think it is impressive and i think the fact that he said what he had difficulty hearing like 85% of the conversation or something like that. I don't remember exactly what he said. That's huge. And that's a huge accomplishment for him to be able to get to the end with that. But like, put that on your resume, talk about that more, like really own that as part of your strategy, because I think that's super impressive. And I think people like a Cameron and a Corey and an America, if they heard and a blue, even if they heard that from him, and he used it as part of his strategy, they would have had more respect for this like loyalty, integrity, Jag's my best friend, I lied to you and just told you what you wanted to hear. And there's no leader and blah, blah, blah. Like, that's not what we want to hear. We want to hear about like, what maneuvers you made to get here. And all we heard was like, me and Jag are besties. Right. Like at the end of the day, it's like, you also sign up for this. You knew that right. there was whispering and stuff in here. So mad. Props. The thing is, I don't know if he knew as much as he probably didn't. He like, was a recruit off the street. How are you? But but like, how are you going on the show without doing your homework of what you're a hundred days and you don't know what you're getting into, bro? Like this man's on, mom bro. said he doesn't even have a bank account. You think he cares about a hundred days of his life? Please, <laughs> but uh, you know, this like I said, no shade or disrespect to Matt. You know, uh, he he did have some questionable tastes inside the house. You know, we're yeah. saving that for the recap of the season. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, like come on now. But uh, lastly, we can get into Jag who is ultimately our 25th winner of Big Brother. Um, Janelle, how do you feel about a a, a Jags win here? 
I'm not surprised. Like as soon as the second half of the game happened and we saw how the comps were going and who was winning it and they had the power always, literally, I'm not surprised. It is what it is. He did a better job. I would prefer Matt as far as game, but he did a better job at our while he got he he gave himself a 10 when he really was like a 6.5. Like mm-hmm. he hyped himself up so much at that final speech. I thought it was so cocky. I think that he intended to be confident and that is not how I re- received it. I was like, yo, when he was saying <laughs> some of the things he was saying, I was like, slow your roll. It was almost like, you have to vote for me. No, I don't. I would have given my key would have went to Matt right then and there with that damn speech. But ultimately he answered the questions better. He was able to articulate his game better. He was able to show or speak about intentionality, whether I believe it or not, he did it. Um, he did a better job at the end. So I would have, I understand why he won over Matt, but I don't love it. But I'm happy for him and his community. I don't got no smoke for Jag anymore. Like I, I uh, ultimately he won, and I didn't yeah. think he was going to win. And you know, he <laughs> shut me up. Uh, I, you know, ultimately Matt did. Like Matt did so bad. Like I think Jag could have been up there and said the sky is red, and like he would have won. Like it. But to be fair. Even though he was not correct with like a lot of the stuff he was saying, I will like like you were not in control of half of this stuff. But uh, I I am going to give respect to one him like coming in saying like you know like I was cutthroat. I did this and that because we've been begging people to do that for years. So I'm going to give respect where respect due is there that. Um, two, I think his competitions, although CBS did a terrible job with them ultimately he did beat the comp record and there has to be some credit for that and we didn't no one even spoke about that which i'm shocked julie didn't even bring that up um but he he obviously has the most comps in a single season so shout out to that but three um i think the fact that like he was willing to throw matt under the bus after matt sat up there and talked about there was no leader he said i am the leader I did respect that. I'm like, damn, like yeah. he's cooking. Like, like I'm like, Matt, you getting cooked. You know, so uh, Matt got on my nerves with that. And like, like I said, the moment Jag said, I am the leader, I'm like, give him the money. Like, I I don't need to respect Jag as a winner, uh, but I can't hate the player for the way the game is structured. He right. broke the game. Or not even broke. He played the game that was handed to him. If yeah. you're mad at anyone, get mad at production. I can't get mad at the guy for doing exactly what he was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. I would do the same exact thing, you know. So uh, I think his win is well reserved. Um, as far as far as like ranking him, uh, unfortunately, like I see Chris Underwood, who actually had a great win. I think that he's uh, he needs to be bottom tier because he got voted out. But <laughs> I think Jag the player is actually not that bad. Jag the winner. It has to be bottom tier. But Jag the player is not as bad as I initially felt. Uh, But how about you, Katie? I actually think Jag is a terrible Big Brother player. I think he is a horrible Big Brother player, actually. And I think Chris Underwood, yes, got voted out. But he had to play the game from whatever island. I forget the name of that island, whatever. um, Edge of Extinction um, in Survivor to get back in the game and then had to, like, maximize the couple of days or whatever he had to get back in. He went to fire. He did all these things. He did every single thing right in order to win that game. Jag 
had no agency in coming back into the house. He spent that whole week, not that he walked out and came back in, but like he was voted out unanimously. He didn't campaign. He was like in, in a way that made people change their minds. He almost got evicted again the following week because he spent the whole week back in the house trying to figure out who unanimously voted him out instead of just saying like, whoa, I'm really glad I'm back in here. I'm going to pivot my game. Like that's really not at all what happened. He just like didn't have any say in coming back in, didn't even know the power was going to be used on him, was kind of like dejected when we saw that clip of Jared who came in the room and was just like, there might be hope, man, there might be hope, bro, whatever. Like the whole thing happened around Jag and Jag was just there. And then I think, you know, zombie week changed things a little bit with Cameron coming back in. I think the, the competitions, unfortunately, were inequitable and great that we're casting a diverse season of people of different ages and different body types and different things. But when you're having these super physical competitions for most of the season, you're skewing the game towards these athletic dudes to be able to win it. So like, yes, Jag's competition wins are impressive, but are they impressive? Are they as impressive as Michael, who is beating Monty and Turner and Taylor and Joseph, who were actually physical competitors and strong and like had an opportunity to win physical comps? Or are we saying Jag is more impressive for beating Serene and Felicia? Right. Because that's well, not I mean, impressive to me. It's not impressive well, to me. I mean, I, like, good for you. If And if we believe that Matt threw the competitions, like he was saying, like, did that make it even more impressive like or less impressive i just don't i don't know and i i just feel like a lot of the moves that jag made were not optimal but the people that were playing the game were just not playing the game well so it ended up working out for him and, and like i said i i think that's all about i don't think he's an amazing player i think he's good i think he, he's solid he had a good game because ultimately production put him in the house with these things and he did what he needed to do sure the 10 yeah. cop wins like I feel like that's almost like discrediting Serene and Flesh to be like, oh, you beat all the old. They're there. Like, you all sign up for this, you know? And it's like, if I'm there, why wouldn't I want, like, I, I, the thing that we've been complaining for a long time, why is everyone let all the comp beasts get to the end? This, they're like, all right, like, let's use these people. And then, like, once they're done, they go home. Cam, obviously, not the best read, but Cam trusted Jag and Matt enough to want to work with them, and then they sent him out the door. Uh, Blue is trusting Jag enough after he put her on the block, and she's still leaking him stuff, and then they got her out of here. Bowie Jane, they used Bowie Jane like a rag to the point that he sent her to the jury. She still voted for the guy. Like, I don't think Jag is amazing. I think he's really bad strategically. Mm -hmm. I think his social game is... Ugh, but right. his comp game is good. You know what I'm saying? But like, that's the thing is I feel like he won in spite of all of these things because the, sure. the circumstances around him, the players were bad. Blue was not a good player. She was fun to watch, whatever. She woke up at some points. We had hope in her, but she still ended up voting for him at the end. But his jury management was abysmal. This guy what? was the, he was horrible. And even America in her jury questioning was like, a lot of people saw you as a coward, whatever, because he is a coward. The way he handled all those evictions and the moral superiority he had to give himself in order to be able to vote these people out and then sit in the HOH room and isolate Serene and Felicia and just talk about how they're the best people in the house and the only people with moral integrity and loyalty and whatever. It's all just like, if anybody just woke up or if production didn't have these competitions that were almost impossible for for Felicia or Sari to beat them in like this wouldn't be happening he won in spite of his bad gameplay none of that was anything that Jag did Bowie Jane is a bad player and voted for him because she was not thinking blue the same thing she was not a great player and like Corey and America 
I think could have gone either way. And Matt fumbled so badly at the end because honestly, I really do feel like bringing Matt to the end should have been a game losing move for Jag. Matt's game is better. And because Matt flopped again, in spite of Jag's bad move, it worked out for for Jag. And I just I don't think Jag did anything himself other than probably bring the right people to the end that he could beat in competitions, which is a strategy. Sure. But that's really the only thing I can credit him with. Yeah, but, Isaiah, but, you don't but, knock him at all for choosing to take Matt. He literally, I watched it. I watched his ET interview with Taylor. He said he thought Matt was going to beat him. He said those yeah, words. He literally said he, it. He said that he, it mattered to him to be loyal and to be proud of who, what, how he played the game, and on and on and on and on. He said he thought Matt was going to beat him, and he took him anyway. I can't get mad at him because he won. At the end of the day, like who I know, cares? But like, <laughs> like he won. Like but I'm that not does, winning mad. doesn't make you a good player. Is really the thing at the end yeah, of the day. That I'm doesn't make you a good player. I've noticed. I didn't say he was great. I said he was good. I don't think people are going to look back at Matt and be like he's one of the worst players of all time. You, true or false? You both coming in here. Did you think Jag or Matt was going to win? Let's be real. I thought Matt, Matt would have won. Matt was Matt. And guess what? Oh, Jag is my winner. I know. Jag wide. That's what I'm saying. I think everybody in spite of here, himself and in spite of his bad gameplay. I, I don't think this is like a Paul loss. I mean, Josh won because Paul, like, it's not a vote against Matt. Like, like, True. like, uh, Josh was like a vote against Paul. I just think both of them, like, Jag was really good at comps, Matt was pretty decent. And social, everyone came in here with the perception. You also gotta look at this: the perception that Matt was an underling to Jag. Why do you think that's a thing? Because Matt was not seen as a leader. Jag was, and you know, Matt. To be fair, it, it, to us, we're seeing Matt like, oh, like he's doing all these connections, and also he never owned anything in the house. And on top of that, he it was Matt purposely telling people hey jag wants to do this jag wants to do that so look if jag's willing to be the shield and matt wants to keep giving him all the credit i can't get mad at jag like i gotta get mad at everybody else no i'm i'm just saying i want to give credit where credit's due i don't think he's amazing at all like i said he's the worst winner because he got voted out i think he's like a bottom mid-tier player if anything but he wasn't horrible like i think he was pretty he's a very mid-tier player like I've seen a lot worse. This is this season has horrible players, and I don't think Jag is one of them. I like I'm looking at a lot of this cast. I think Jag is on the bottom half of the players. Yeah, I can list a lot of people in this season. Like I can list certain. Let me stop because Ooh. I don't want to get canceled. But I can list Felicia did terrible. No, I think I Felicia was a better player than Jag. Who- what strategically i think felicia was a better player than jack so you think her throwing because we didn't even get to talk about her and i'm not going to spend the whole podcast on it but you think her throwing siri under the bus to work that's another person by the way to work with matt and jag is good i don't think so like like um, some 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 self-preservation she's thinking you think that siri like i think felicia thinks yeah yeah i think that felicia throwing her under the bus was self-preservation for that was her being irritated as hell that no, they try to get did you see that episode when she spoke about it she was trying to get her head I, again. I saw she, it. she thought she's that always Cerise, had a grudge against Suri since that izzy vote and she was true. always like f these people Nicole was on the same type time let's be real y'all like uh, this season is full of a bunch of players like cam like felicia like a uh, freaking blue kim like america like court a lot of these people who are actively working out of their own interest to work with matt and jag like i just like 
it's all season, and then people get mad once they figured out that they're at the bottom. I can't get mad at them. Everyone's like, oh, I want to work with Matt and Jag. And once they realize they're not in the equation and Bowie Jane has their spot, they're like, damn, F these people. Like, they all did it. Even Sari is like, yo, I need to take out Matt because he's probably going to beat me. And she's still trying to work with the guy. Like, this whole season was controlled by Matt and Jag. I'm not saying they steamrolled. Let's get that straight. This is fully... This is a production problem. Post jury. Post jury. Post zombie week was controlled yeah. by Matt and Jag. Yeah. Before that, I don't think they had any control over yeah. the game. I don't know. I do not think yeah, Jag it's, is it's a bottom tier player for me. I do not think he's a good like I was left. He's the worst winner. That. Huh? He's the worst winner, but he's 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 definitely not one of the worst players. I've seen a lot worse. Oh, yeah. His the whole first half of the game was laughable. He did not wake up until he was evicted. Like I feel like on the stock watch every week he was like ones and twos. Bowie he's, probably has a higher every average. Single, <laughs> every so single curious. person Bowie has a higher average point wise than Jag. And did white. She gave the game to Jag. I know. She said, hey Jag, vote me out. And his social game and the things that he did, especially the first half, was a. I've never gotten pissed off at people who return back from getting eliminated because it's a factor in the game that the that the game has implemented. Yeah, I'm not just talking about you, that part. But no, no, for sure. Yeah. I'm just saying. I feel like everyone's like, "Oh, Jag lost. Jag lost." Like, like. Ultimately, he came and he's the first person that didn't get revolving doored right back out the house. And he took advantage of his situation. Everyone tried to weaponize a guy and they got flipped right on their back because of everyone getting cocky. Every single person worked outside of their best interest. You got Corey and America who were so convinced that they were in a final four with these two for no reason. Blue Kim leaking everything to Jag and Matt for no reason. Felicia thought they were in the final three for no reason. Bowie thought that she was working with Jag for a final two for no reason. Cam thought he was in the final three with these people for no reason. Mm. So he's the only person who wasn't doing all that. These some, people were working with them. Some of that is very, very simplified. I just think to How? Him, it's what I, happened. Yes, but I just don't think that that is very a simplified answer. Mm-hmm. It's not that simple. I think Jag is, is a horrible strategic player. This whole yes. cast is terrible. There's no, like, let, let's keep it a stack. This entire cast is one of the worst strategic casts ever. That's why I can't even get too mad at Jag, because this entire cast was trash. Just like BB-17 is one of the worst social game seasons ever, because nobody had a social game. Everyone was comps to strategy. This season was all comps. There's nothing else. Like, they, like everything was out the door. Like, I, this is literally the challenge. This is what this season was. So, yeah, that's why I don't like he, Jag ended up at the end because he was, if Jag had lost and at any point, if he wasn't the one winning everything, Jag wouldn't be there. But he's just lucky that this is how the game was set up. That's what it's I'm saying. Not, hate, the, hate the game. Don't hate the player, man. Yeah, that, that's how I felt. I'm looking at Allison Grodner and the rest of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that's what I'm saying. I like, I came in here ready to get pissed off at Jack. I'm like, if I was in that position, I'm sure you too as well. And you were in a position where yeah, you got I can't up, get mad. I'm winning everything. I can't yeah. get mad at him for winning the competitions and doing what was in his best interest, even though I could argue that some of the moves he made were maybe not in his best interest at the yeah. time. Like, getting rid of Blue, probably not in his best interest at the time. It ended up working out, but I think that had the risk of making a really bitter jury. I, I just, Again, I think it's in spite of himself that he ended up winning. But I think, you know, yeah, if the game is flawed, 
the the players that are also flawed are going to take advantages of take advantage of the flawed elements of the game that are going to work out in their favor. If we're having the same competition four times that Jag has already won, and he's like, you know what, I've won this a million times. Like, why? And Sari and Felicia did terrible, and Bowie is just going to do whatever I say and is my minion, and Matt's my best friend. Of course, that's who he's going to take to the final five. It's just, I think it's a flaw of the game, but I also don't think Jag is a good game player. So I, I think both things are true. Same. For sure, Jag is very lucky. I'm, I'm not going to forget the invisible HOH week. Horrible. And then he got to play in the next in that's the next week when historically that's never happened before. Yeah. That's he's, never happened. He, like out of 25, he's 25 from he's under Eddie. You know what I'm saying? He's 25. Okay. Like I'm not sitting here defending him as like the the some savant that we haven't seen before. I'm just saying he's not the worst we got bowie jane on this cast like i've seen bowie jane is terrible i think he's bottom half but i don't think he's the worst yes i agree that's that's valid that's valid i i'm with that i think we can compromise on that yeah okay Um, i'll agree (laughs) (laughs) um so um there's so much being I'll, i'll look at the chat in a second um so obviously jag is our winner (laughs) <laughs> I, I so my next question how y'all feel about america's favorite player how we feel about killing cam man what's going on Let, let's talk about it i mean i don't want to say i'm not surprised but i'm not surprised i'm surprised but i'm not surprised i think there's a few things that contributed to this i think the edit was very cam heavy and even as a person who watched the feeds who could not stand cam watched him in the dr and the episodes and he was like entertaining on the show yeah. so i can understand i don't like cam i think he played a very bad game outside of competition similar to jag his social yeah. game was abysmal he couldn't make a personal connection to save his life clearly right. he got evicted twice um but i do think the show put him in a light in an underdog position everybody loves an underdog casuals love an underdog and he gave a good dr i'll give him that he was pretty entertaining he wasn't you know screaming at the screen and like being a clown he was kind of funny and I think Twitter, who over the last couple of years has driven the AFP vote, was split between Corey in America what? and Suri. And they split the vote. And the casuals, all every single casual from the what beginning of the happen? season voted for Cameron. They all loved Cameron, loved Cameron, loved Cameron, loved Cameron. So I think the fan base that watched the feeds were split. And there were a lot of different fandoms fighting with each other on Twitter. We saw it throughout the whole season. And Cam gave a good performance on the show. So I think that those are the two things that contributed to why Cam was AFP. So I'm not shocked. Absolutely. She's absolutely right. I run a lot of Facebook groups for, for those who don't know. They are obsessed with that man. Yep, they and love Cam. The book, there are whole groups dedicated to making sure he won. I completely agree, agree with Katie. If we didn't have this AmeriCorps Sari mess, then I feel like Sari would have pulled it out still. But we have Facebook mamas and groups and mess. And the show gave it to him. They have a, such a huge part in how the audience feels about the players. They yep. handed it to him. Even that, like, I refuse to share the groups in my, the video in my groups of the family visits or the family videos. I mean, his daughter got me. I even admitted, I was like, oh, I'm not sharing that mess because it's just going to give him more votes. They handed it to him. They contributed hugely to that. And they did not show any of the things we were talking about on Twitter about his behavior, the things he was saying, yeah. how he was treating women, how he was acting towards the women. We saw none of that in the show. They, they didn't even it. really show it on the feeds. They cut away from it on the feeds almost every time people brought it up. So Yeah, they handed that to him. And I bet you we see him in them damn reindeer games. Oh, yeah, he'll be there. I'm sure he'll be there. Oh. Listen, I think Twitter was finally humbled and they figured out they are a small <laughs> fraction of the fandom this you know, no, I think they split listen, it. If you're if you're gonna look at it, 
They split it. Twitter has never been in charge of anything. I'm just being real with you. Um, I really mm. remember Big Brother Canada a couple years ago, Marty winning it, and everyone thought, like, how did this happen? It's like, let's 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 well, Big Brother Canada is different. different. They are very regional, sure. they're very but, regional. But, but I think look at Devon though. I don't think Devon would have won America's uh, favorite uh, player uh, that we, season we without Twitter. It. Without Twitter. Tiffany, I think I th- we can get into it. I think Davon, first and foremost, is an entity that are that a huge amount of people love, specifically the black crowd. This was a very specific year when you know riots and all that stuff's going on. She was speaking about stuff. There was a lot of black people coming. This is the first week of the diversity initiative. Davon, that's the queen. Okay, so that that's my first thing. But after that, uh, influx of people come in. Nobody's not getting a vote outside Tiffany. Who are they going to vote? Derek Tiffany X actually, is the yeah. fan favorite Derek for the X casuals X of that shot. season. Right. Derek, Derek X. Derek X was close. Who was the top? But I think a lot Derek. of people respected. Yeah, I don't remember Tiffany who the third for one being was. a strategic person. I do think that. And then Taylor, that's the first time in a long time that I've just seen a lot of people united around Taylor. Even the Facebookers were with that. This season, I'm going to be real with you. All those other people that we listed had some ops. Everyone, someone was fit, was being labeled as bullied or some of that. That wasn't going on this season. There was nobody that was just so outrageous that everyone hated them. There was nobody that was going around being a tyrant. There's no Jackson Mickey's. Uh, shout out Big D. I'm no smoke, but there's no Big D's around here. No, I don't got no smoking Monty either. But there's no Monty's either. No, no, no. Uh, Kyle's. There you go. There's not a lot of. Oh, Kyle there. was the one. The third. Oh, Kyle there. was second place so, for Taylor season. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Was and he, he was I like second so. or third. He was yeah. up there. Um, um, she said she won by such a large margin that they 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 said. didn't they, they didn't even list who was who was uh up next, so they didn't want to acknowledge that. But I think this time everybody was split over here, as you said. Mm-hmm. And I think people really sleep on the conglomerate that's Facebook, man. I really do. Like I've uh, the the Facebook plus the casuals. They will vote together usually, and, and I, even Instagram. If you look on Instagram, a lot of those people were pro cam, and you know the yeah, show. They everywhere. show what they want. You know, listen. I I said this the other day, and I almost got. I yo, I went on Twitter, and there was a tweet <laughs> with like three hundred likes trying to cancel me about this, and that's okay because they mm-hmm. took a huge L. But um, I was like, I want to see Sari Felicia in cam, and I still stand on that because. I like to have people to root against personally. And I don't think, I, I mean, I know Cameron has some iffy moments, but there's been a lot worse than Cameron. I like to have people that I love to root against. And I, that's, they, that's where the Sarah Lucina is in the world come in. I don't oh. think Cam's a Christmas because I, I think he's just an ignorant guy at this point, And I would love to root against Cam again. So I don't got a problem seeing Cam again, personally. Um, you know, when Sari was like, Cam had a horrible social game. He's like, yep, yep, uh, that's true. I'm like, yo, this guy's a nut, bro. Like like I said, the show's going to show us what they want. And Cam is kind of, you know, iffy at, at points. But, like, I've seen a lot worse people. I don't think he's the worst we've seen uh, in, in Big Brother. So He's not. Listen. He's definitely not the worst. But no. I stand by the fact that he won because Twitter was fighting over three in America and Corey. If they had driven all their votes towards one person, I was never voting either one of them. I don't listen. I don't even vote AFP. I don't even know. I'm speaking on this. Um, 
But I listen, I'm glad that the Mary Corps got a daily dose of uh, karma, you know? Yeah. And I'm leaving at that. Because they didn't even uh, have the top three. No, the war is still <laughs> alive. With their, with, their, with their bots, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, let's, uh, let me look in the chat for a little bit real quick. Uh, While you look at the chat, I do see Big Brother 23, they only announced Tiffany and Derek as the, as the two leads for afp and then big brother 22 is devon and tyler so i think if twitter didn't exist tyler would have taken it everybody wanted to see tyler play again period yeah listen i'm i'm okay with it i'm all listen i'm gonna listen this this season outside of obvious like cheese room guys like there's no nobody like really cancelable out here i i even though i'm side-eyeing you right that was a little weird but um uh yeah yeah i don't know how to feel about him but uh anyway Last last order of business. How we feel about reindeer games? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I knew it was going to be something. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. I knew it was going to be something we were not excited about the way that Julie was kind of presenting it. And I don't know. Everybody was really like Legend season, OTT two. I never. I never really bought into it because we always hope and we always think we're going to get the nice thing that everybody wants. And it's never that. <laughs> what I didn't expect was going to be whatever this is of like a game of literally only competitions. No one living in the house. It's just not Big Brother. Like this is yeah. not, it's in the BB universe, whatever that is. I guess we have like a BB cinematic universe now or something. And this is some new thing as part of it. But I don't know. It's weird. Like Julie's not even hosting, and it has Jordan, Derek, and uh, Tiffany host. It's just like it's a weird group of people. Why do we need three hosts? What's going on? Why aren't they living in the house? It's every episode is like three competitions, and it's like weird. I don't know. It's just very weird. We're we're about to experience the after effects of the writer strike. That's what it is. And people yeah. like Frankie Grande and and what's probably like I'm not coming back unless you guys take away the cameras. You know. So yeah. there's that. Um, and, and on top of that, I got the drop about Rainer Games about like four or five days ago, and I was like, no way in hell this is real. And then I'm starting to see everybody else post reindeer emojis. I'm like, oh my oh. god, and. And from what I heard, and I don't know if this is real, they were saying that it's going to be a crossover event with people from The Challenge, Survivor, and Big Brother. But Julie made it seem like it was just Big Brother people. She so did. we'll see how yeah. that And it's only nine like, people, so I can't imagine they're going to be yeah. bringing people from these different shows. Maybe this in the future. Kind of like uh, some kind of like Brant Steele for for like the yeah. first time. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't like we just complain about all these comps and you want us to watch more. That's what I mean. And they know. I mean, it, 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 you cannot tell me that people are not reading Twitter, reading these things, listening to podcasts, listening to people. Like, there's people out there doing research. There has to be. I, I believe truly there has to be. And then they go and they say, you know what? I think people are going to want a show of only competitions, all competitions, six episodes of only competitions. It's just like, who asked for this? They they had to make this up a long time ago because if you think about it, the se- the season was postponed, and to fit their little narrative, Danny, Frankie, and Brittany were from episode one, so they yeah. had to have this plan from like a long time ago. Like this, 
must have been on the itinerary from like yeah. months ago. They already had people booked in contracts. So like Frankie Grande doesn't pop out for anything. So like <laughs> I'm like, okay, like the the writing's on the wall at this point. This is what what it is. Um I'm not covering it. So if any of y'all cover it, shout out to y'all. You know, I'm uh, <laughs> I was gonna playing? ask, are we gonna do bounce checks for Ranger <laughs> games? Uh, Holiday bounce, season bounce, bounce checks. <laughs> Bounce candy cane. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Please do that. I love it. I'm just the only thing. Congrats, Tiffany and Derek, on getting a host. Yeah, that's great. I'm super excited, but Shout I'm not to. really that interested. Interested in the show. Randomly throwing Jordan in there too. It's like what? Yeah. This is weird. So I I'm assuming Jordan, Jeff will be uh, on it. There's also probably like Jeff is Jordan's always said I'm not playing Big Brother again. Yeah. So like, they have to like. I need to be able to use my phone. I yeah. Live in a house I want to go home at night. Want to go home? Like, yeah. I don't want to get canceled. Yeah. Jeff doesn't want to get canceled for yeah. being a homophobe on the feeds again. <laughs> Mess. They, here we are. Um, yeah. All right. Any Any ideas on who you think is going to be on it? Me and Lavina are actually. Well, first of all, shout anyone who's been asking for uh, me and Lavina's. Brain Steel streams back. We're going to do a fantasy reindeer games cast the, the next week. So that's going to be funny. But if I had to pick one person for reindeer games, I saw a tweet. I don't think it's legit. I think it's so fake. Someone, it's either a fake account or it's actually Roddy's account. But Rod, this account claiming to be Roddy was like, I got invited to reindeer games, but I turned it down. I'm like, Roddy. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> um, if I had to pick somebody, Derek Frazier, I would I wouldn't mind, but he seemed pretty pissed off on Twitter spaces Ooh. the other night. So I don't yeah. think it's happening. Yeah, but was. I why not? Like, I'm trying to see something, man. Like, give me someone that I'm I don't need a legend. Just bring me someone that I'm not expecting. Like, yeah, bring me back yeah. freaking uh bring me Howie. Sure. Howie. Sure. <laughs> bring me Jody. This is time. Yeah, it's bring Jody. Let's get Jody. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm with it. I want to see Jen from the Evil. Yes, me too. I was just going to say. I loved her. She would be so good. Jen's a member. Yeah. I would love to see her back. Janelle. Are we seeing Janelle in chat? She's doing I don't traders. think we're seeing any of the people that are on Traders. So Janelle that rules out Dan. Her. That rules out Janelle. Who else is on the season uh, from Big Brother? Like I haven't seen June tweet in like weeks, so I'm like, hmm. Mm. I don't think that's what she was interested in, though. I did not think. I don't think so. She would choose to be her comeback. I think June's interested in the check. Okay, so (laughs) well, sir. Um, yeah, June hasn't tweeted since October 21st, and she was very active. She was. What's going on there? Interesting. But you know what? We're going to keep an eye for that. Like I said, I'm not covering that crap. So, uh, all right. Do we have anything else we want to say? Obviously, we're, we're a lot of this extra stuff is going to be saved for uh, our season recap. Are we going to get any interviews? We're going to try. Uh, well, we'll see. Uh, we're going to try. No one but like Taylor, Sharon, and Mike have gotten like interviews with the final three. So we'll see. Um, we are we're working on with production on one person possibly next week. So we'll also see about that. But um, until further notice, you know, uh, we don't we don't have any super news. Obviously, we're going to do a season recap. So if uh, you're interested and you want to keep up to date with this, guys, please. 
Follow all of our social medias for the Silent Podcast. Immediately uh, like, comment, and subscribe to this video. And if you're listening to this on our audio platforms, please rank it five stars and five stars only. If it's not, just wait until you hear something that you do like. Um, guys, thank you for uh, for coming. Like I said, I, I haven't had a computer for two weeks, so this is great to, to mm-hmm. be back. But uh, Jenna, where can people find you? I'm Janelle Michelle on everything. I've been talking um, Creators Canada with a friend of mine over on Entertainment in Color. I've been loving that season. It's been great, but Janelle Michelle on everything. All right. Thank you. And also, fantastic job with interviews. Obviously, you'll be back for that. Um, Real quick, before we get to Katie, I just have to finally (laughs) announce this because, you know, I, I totally forgot about this. But... We have the official winner of the Big Brother Side Podcast, oh, yeah. Isaiah, coming with Congratulations. the Congratulations. Shout out to that. Let's get a round of applause. For oh, that. my God. Oh, my God. I heard a lot of bull crap. And we brought back the crown. Oh, my God. It just makes sense. All right, Katie, go ahead. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for that intro. Um, you can find me at RealSlimKatie on Twitter. You can find me on Twitch uh, at RealSlimKatie. I'm sorry, twitch.tv slash RealSlimKatie with an underscore at the end. I'm planning on being back there soon now that Big Brother is finally over. Um, and you can catch me also talking about the Traders Canada. Janelle, you'll have to come on with Javier and I. Um, we're talking uh, Traders Canada on Sign the Traders every week. We've also been loving the season. It's twists and turns and lots of stuff happening that I don't really, I'm not really following. I'm following, but I'm not following. The edits give me a lot of questions. So hear us talk about that on uh, Sign the Traders and Janelle, you have to come on with us and talk about it. it. And that's it for me. Uh, I do have a Traders Canada interview lined up for the feature for that, by the way. Um, And lastly, y'all know about everything, okay? But also, uh, (laughs) lastly, you can follow me at 8BallBangers, of course, um, now that I got my computer back, me and Sasha are going to continue with our House of Villains coverage. Very excited. The best show on TV. Yes. Uh, we will be back this weekend. I believe on Sunday we're recording. So make sure you look out for that. Um, other than that, I'm finally free from Big Brother for a couple months. <laughs> Hundred so, days. Um, expect some off-season content, some Brant Steel podcast coming back, some ranking stuff with Lavina, some edited videos with some uh, cool collabs I'm looking forward to. We're going to get that deep dive with Bowie Jean. I'm, I'm standing on that. But uh, Three minutes. <laughs> but it, She's going to block me when she sees my Twitter, bro. But uh, <laughs> until next time, have a good one. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.